What's up, guys? It is Dave, it is Duncan, it is Kyle back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. For this review, Duncan, Kyle, and I have been checking out the new album from American sludge band Ether Coven. The band's new album, The Relationship Between the Hammer and the Nail, is out August 5th on Good Fight Music. Okay, gents. So, Ether Coven, do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember a little band called Remembering Never? Yes. That rings a bell. Good. Probably, you probably remember me chatting about them back in the back in you the know, old we days. An, we missed an obvious joke of saying no. <laughs> or never. Like no. never. I can no. never remember them. No. Um, I, I, I did do a bit of talking about this band way back in the day. Back in um, the day back in the early 2000s back in the college days um well this this band is the band that pete kowalski of remember never created um around a couple of years before remember never called that a day mm. um pete was on tour with remembering never at the time and ended up having uh this kind of long conversation about the kind of new orleans sludge scene and all the bands uh with a, another guy called devin estep um who was the guitarist in a band that they were on tour with um, and kind of there and then they decided to start a band influenced by those bands uh, yep. but with, just you know, one, with one small editorial collection uh, is uh, Narlins <laughs> sorry I just I mean we I go through this all the time Narlins I'll remember one day yeah Narlins but until then if you keep interrupting me that would be great <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they formed in 2010 um, and this will be Ether Coven's fourth album to date, uh, which follows up the band's 2020 release, Everything is Temporary Except Suffering. Uh, the album was written amidst Kowalski's ongoing battle with colon cancer and oh, is filled with shit. an overwhelming vulnerability centred around despair, loved ones and the state of the world. Uh, speaking on the lyrics, Kowalski states, with every release we try to be expl as explicit as possible, Nothing is up for interpretation, and the goal is to pull emotion out of people that may not experience otherwise, in hopes someone can connect to any of what we do. Also, means seventy-five percent of the jokes I was going to use on this review are now useless. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. Them's the breaks, Duncan. Them's the breaks. Um, the album was produced by Andy Nelson at Bricktop Studios. And the band set out to get the relationship between the hammer and nail sounding as close to their live performance as possible using actual pedals instead of plugins. <laughs> and the majority of vocal cuts being first takes, the recording process was able to be completed in just one week. Oh shit. Yeah, it's been <laughs> one week. <laughs> Thank Since, you, Duncan. Uh, hit start on the record. <laughs> <laughs> and then we hit stop. <laughs> The Chinese chicken, the brain stops sticking. Uh, uh, I hope the smoking man's in this one. Uh, right, let's, let's go. So, um, as pr pretty much as soon as as I saw this one coming, I was I was pretty much all over it. Um, surprise, surprise! I I I had heard the band's um, previous album from 2020, um, and like if you hadn't guessed, their, their particular sound is one that is 100% in my wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. um, I 
I have a bit of an affection for these really kind of dissonant sludge bands um, that just kind of ooze this kind of dark, bleak, pissed off vibe. Um, if you've never heard this band before, they are primarily sludge at their core, um, but it's, it's doused in a little bit of hardcore. Um, there's some kind of slightly doomier tones in there as well at times. Um, and as, as much as I enjoyed their last couple of albums, um, I have to say, I think this album is their finest moment so far uh, for me anyway. Um, you can, If you've listened to the previous stuff, you can hear the kind of evolution in their sound. Um, and even though it's only been a couple of years since the last album, um, this sounds to me like the most kind of most consistent and the most well-rounded album they have done to date. Um, the core elements are still all, all here. I'll hear the grooves. You've got the those big like pulverizing riffs, um, the very very kind of scorched sounding vocals. Um, there's plenty of variety in the, the intensity and the rhythm of the album, and uh, a, a nice mix of um, kind of different textures and clean tones. Um, it's all in here, but. Um, I'd say there's definitely been a, a push towards a slightly more, slightly more aggressive tone on this album overall, um, and the, like the, the blast beats and the, the kind of dissonant riffs on that opening track, kind of make that abundantly clear. Um, this is this is a this is a heavy fucking album. Um, the riffs the riffs on this release are are pretty colossal to be honest. You know, very like corrosive and metallic um, as you'd expect from a sludge band, but. Um, very reminiscent of like um, like kind of part Conjurer, a little bit of like Arm for Apocalypse in there as well at times. Um, but what I really enjoyed about this particular album is, it, even though it's their most aggressive, it's not all like violence and aggression the whole way through. Um, they've nicely kind of interjected just enough of their kind of like darker, kind of gloomier side um, into this album, just to, enough to balance it out. Um, and I, I think that is the kind of the main key to this album's success. To be honest, I think having that that contrast and the the kind of shifting tone uh, just you know gives the listener a bit more kind of variation across the release. Um, I often like when I listen to their, their previous albums, um, and it would be like there'd be moments in the album where I'd be like, right, where 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 are we here? Like, are we on a new song, or, or you know, have we moved on? Because this this is a band that they, they don't like stick to those like standard kind of four or five minute tracks um they've always been a band that have played with longer songs that kind of like 10 minutes plus um which which works at times but sometimes i felt sometimes it was a little bit kind of drawn out and kind of like kind of meandered a little bit um i didn't get that on this release though um those longer style tracks really worked for me um tracks like afraid and suffering are kind of carefully crafted to to keep you engaged the whole time um i love the the break and the kind of cleaner more ambient sections and then building back into that heaviness but with a bit of like clean melody on the vocals um or even just kind of pulling back a little bit on the tempo and heaviness on tracks like the warmth of your bathwater um and that you know that track still has its kind of destructive moments but that kind of doomier more like kind of melancholic instrumentation and atmosphere really works um, it almost as a kind of breather from the intensity. Um, this album also has a, a number of guests on it as well, um, which is something they didn't really do on the last album. Um, I think it was down to certain kind of label issues, but um, this one they've, they've kind of went all out. Um, we've got some additional vocals on six of the seven tracks, um, including contributions from uh, some of the guys from Integrity, uh, Zeo, Pain Ritual, and a few more. Um, there, there is there is one band in particular um, that <laughs> that I have a 
a bit of a problem with because I, I just I just love them so damn much. Um, and they, they share similarities with this band. Uh, I haven't mentioned them yet because the last track on the album actually features the vocalist of that band. As if it was all meant to be. Um, Mr. Howard Jones, um, currently of Light the Torch, but obviously previously of Kill Switch and Gage, and one of my favourite bands of all time, Blood has been shed. shed. Um, and I don't know why I said it like that because they're a great band, but yeah, I just yeah. feel, felt the need to be condescending in that moment because they so high in themselves. It's like I called it. I was listening. To it, I was like, it kind of feels like we need Howard. Oh wait, one second, he's on the album. <laughs> Big Davey called it again. Well, they've they've always had a little bit of that that sound, a little bit of that influence yep. on previous albums, and you can hear it again on this one. But I thought the fact that like they they brought Howard in to finish the album off was one not only a stroke of genius, but for fans of Blood Has Been Shed, this is the probably closest, the, yeah. the closest yeah. thing you'll ever get to hearing Howard yeah. do this type of material again. Um, yeah. And his voice just suits it down to a T. It's, it's just his vocal, man. I've always said this, and we've said this before. Like his yeah, oh, voice yeah. when he's when he's at his most ferocious is just pure power, like absolute power. Um, and it, it finishes the album off with that, like just a emphatic throat punch. It is just like the icing on the cake. That last track, um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Um, not not much to dislike here for me. Um, the only the only kind of question I had on the album was the the instrumental track, um, "Temple of Wu," I think it was called. Um, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good track, um, but I didn't think it was really. I wasn't sure if it was needed. If I'm honest. I thought like the previous track had um, enough kind of downtime on it. I think it was the warmth uh-huh. of your bathwater was the previous yep. track. Yeah, so yeah. when it came to the instrumental track, I was like, hmm. I was like, I don't know if this is maybe misplaced on the album, um, just in the order of it, possibly. Um, if it had maybe been earlier on the album, maybe, maybe it would have worked a bit more. But I just felt like coming off of that track, I wasn't sure if the instrumental totally worked. Um, that aside, though... Um, thoroughly enjoyed this like if you're a fan of sludge or metallic sludge or sludge core or whatever you want to call it um then yeah definitely check these guys out um been a fan for a while and i think um this one is, is definitely for me i think it's their, their best album to date um what about you guys what did, what did you think were you guys um aware of ether coven or is this completely new duncan what did you what did you make of this Oh, yeah, this is my first time right, okay. checking cool. out the band. Um, kind of feel like you've been a little bit selfish keeping it all yourself, Dave. To be honest, <laughs> sorry. Um, part of the part of the charm of our friendship is that yes, we don't see each other face to face all that often, but the comms are always there. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's always a I hear a I hear a you know I look outside, I see a massive banana, and I think of Dave. <laughs> you know, I'm just like ah, oh, just reminds me, of Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like every time I wee and my uh, like when, when we hear things that we we kind of get the impression the other one would like we're usually pretty sharp and I don't know what that I don't know if it's part of us is like really excited to share a band or if it's to try and get one over the other one uh, I know something you like that you've not listened to yet you get that smugness when uh-huh. you're vindicated and proved right um, on this one you clearly just wanted to keep it to yourself so I think no, I think I might have reviewed one of their previous albums. Actually, now did thinking you send the review to me, Dave. But, well, I mean, we're talking like eight, nine years ago, probably. But I, I have a feeling I actually reviewed one of their albums. Clearly, we're closer now than we were then. Oh, well. um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, like this is this has so many elements in it that just make me happy. Um, mostly because 
and we we mentioned that we mentioned a lot specifically when we talk about sludge. Sludge can be a genre which can be a bit repetitive, um, can lack nuance and diversity between the bands. As mm. in, there's a whole swath of them that I literally couldn't pick out of a line out. Even if they had, like, the name of their band in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in this band. I was still like, man, ah, maybe not, maybe. Um, th- th- that's an issue. That's an issue. We've said before as well, there's a charm that comes with Sludge knowing that you're going to hear some pretty grimy riffs, but it's going to be groove-laden and heavy. And the yeah. way I would describe this album is... It's a combination of lifting a big band, a big bag of sand. Right, right. you hold that big bag of sand; it's pretty heavy, right? Heavy, and yeah. then every other song is like someone pours water over the sand. It's okay, fucking yeah. like heavier, yeah. right? And like, it never gets light. Even mm. the moments where the, the, there is an infused element of melody, yeah. it never really gets light. And part of that's the production. The production's yeah. definitely there, giving it the heft. Mm. So even when they go into those sections where the guitar is is driving the melody, not even vocally, there are sections here where the guitar's driving whole sections of melody and the vocals are still, you know, angry, pissed off, snarly, growly, and all the rest. Um, yeah. But, like, that, that in a lot of respects, that kind of... And it's not even the, the levity of the situation, you know, that change of, of ambience and tone that, and what you're listening to isn't needed. Mm. It totally is needed. It is very, very, very well placed. I, I don't have the same, once again, like, surprise, surprise, Duncan has, doesn't have the same issues on track order on here as everyone else. Uh, Temple of Me worked fine. Um, right. I, I don't think... It's the track that isn't from the rest of the album, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. because it's essentially just an instrumental. Yeah. Um, as, as part of its interest for me was it was a band doing something different even if musically it's not too disparate from other things you've heard it is a different movement and if you once if you're going to shove an instrumental track in i don't mind it coming in before arguably one of the heaviest tracks on the release overall so mm-hmm. i kind of to me you know it's not that it, it works perfectly it just didn't not work for me using a double negative um i enjoy there's some there's some risks taken in a release which will comfortably jump from tracks that are like three four minutes long to like like easily over ten minutes, mm. and that risk is especially when you listen to the opening track Sam's of Cancer when you listen to that and it is it's like a standard track length and you get through it and you get to the end and then track two Afraid and Suffering kicks in and we are strapping ourselves in for ten minutes. Yeah. The danger is, like, I've heard that opening track and I've now heard that ferocity and everything they do and then am I going to get 10 minutes of that? And I, I, I pan- I'll i be honest, on my first listen, I panicked a little. Mm-hmm. That I was like, I don't know if I want to listen to this for 10 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, the charm of a four-minute brutal yeah. sludge song is you get everything, you, like, the catharsis is done by the... You've catharted hard by the end <laughs> of it and then you move on to the next track. Uh-huh. And I was, I kind of instantly started feeling a little bit apprehensive, and then the guitar moved into this swath of melody, and I was like, "Oh no, we're in safe hands. Yeah. This band is like, it has layers, and that's all I need." And it never really lets up. Like, there's never a section where it kind of feels like the rest on the laurels or the writing gets complacent. Mm-hmm. Whenever I kind of felt like we were at the tipping point of something, or a style becoming a bit repetitive, or yeah. you know, even even to the point where I'm like. 
Well, it felt honestly at the point where I was kind of like, let's move. They were already moving on. And I think that's really smart writing. Mm-hmm. Because once again, in, in the sludge and the doom realms, playing something over and over and over again is kind of the thing. It's kind of yeah. embedded in the genre. It's mm. like if you if you don't play this riff forty five times in a row, <laughs> are you even a sludge band? Um, but they don't do that. And that's once again not to say that they don't like play with those themes and ideas. Vocally, this is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, I like his brutal tone is like. Absolutely hellish. I yeah. like, absolutely loved it. But guy can sing. Yeah. And like he's 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 melody tones. There's a there's a vulnerability and in the sins there that I really, really enjoyed and like, it felt endearing and honest and true. Mm. Um and then yeah, you get all these little smatterings of guest appearances. Yeah. And I like obviously I'm just gonna say it the band, I hate SoundCloud, right? <laughs> I fucking hate it, right? <laughs> So I had to, I had to overcome this. And it's not the band I've put in the SoundCloud. It's the, the label that I've shared it was via SoundCloud. There's a medium to listen to, it. but I, I don't like the interface. So it went on, and I didn't, you know, hit start the first song, and then just didn't look at the thing again. And then I was kind of like, that last track kicked in, and you know how you like, you hear a voice. <laughs> and when you hear a voice, you're like, no, fuck <laughs> off, like no, no, no. So I straight yeah. on, I was like. God damn is like yep. Howard Jones, who has been popping up here, there, and everywhere, doing weird and wonderful things. I kind of love it. I kind of mm. love it, even if it, I don't love everything he's doing. I kind of love him at the moment. Um, and you are right. This is as close as you're ever really going to get to that like snarling ferocity of of blood is being shed. Mm. And vocally, few vocalists can touch that. Is like honestly, I get the feeling that if you were maybe even three walls away from him and he let it where those roars you'd still yeah. feel it in your chest. It's yeah. just pure power. But it mixes yeah. in really well with the track. Mm-hmm. Like it totally, totally works. Yeah. Um and the, the contrast and that's what I got all the way through this is the the album plays with contrast really, really, really well. Yeah. It hits its groove perfectly. But when it when it starts to play with contrast, I think those moments like shine for me and it elevates it from the genre that it's in so whilst this might not even necessarily be the most original or most interesting thing I've ever listened to mm. it's a really compelling release yeah. it's like really really like one of these ones that like I kept well, I listened to it three times on a platform that I hate which speaks volumes um, and like I've, I've already I'm already at that point where I'm like that right as soon as I can get my hands on this on the platform that I do enjoy and I listened to it again, like day one release, because yeah. there's there's enough in here that that just that just really captivated me, just really get, like got me in. Yeah. And yeah, you you go through like a you go like a right roller coaster with this moments where where like the melody is is kind of darkly soothing, and in the next section you feel like your your anus is about to prolapse. <laughs> it's that fucking heavy. So yeah, I, I kind of. Yeah, I really dug this. I really, 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 really dug this. And uh, now I understand a bit more why you dug about it because of its backstory. Mm. Um, I mean, like, well, he's been in the industry for a while now and he's, oh, still, yeah. he's still churning at stuff like this. Is a yeah. fucking testament mm. um, to yeah. just how much he loves the genre. Yeah, I, I actually, I was the same when I saw in the press release that there was like so many other like additional vocals. I was like, yeah. oh. That's a lot. Like it's only, mm-hmm. only like seven tracks long, and that's a lot yeah. of vocalists. But 
it wasn't too much at all. I think I it, don't think so. It benefited it actually. I don't. I also don't think it's going to be detrimental live, which is usually no. my concern about like guest vocalists above anything else are, are a double-edged sword mm. on albums. The reason behind it is when it comes to live performances, it's very very difficult to. Mm either do those parts because people get vocalists in that sound different to what they sound or the yeah. ability to do something different so you're either letting the audience do that never let the audience do it mm. um, or you're, you've got it pre-recorded and then I kind of feel like what's the point yeah. and in the case of this one unless the, all these guys tour with you like so, you know <laughs> and this one I never felt at any point I'm like well they're never going to be able to do that live mm. like it's so grounded in what he does vocally that it's, ne- it's never going to be an issue yeah. So, yeah, well, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Nice. Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Kyle. That's a great analysis of uh, that one. <laughs> Sometimes it's best to leave it there, though, Dave. Have for the score. Have for the score. <laughs> a sludge. A sludge. Kyle's, Kyle's a big sludge guy now. I love sludge. Sludge, sludge metal sludge. Kyle is what they call him. <laughs> That's sludge exactly metal Kyle. Yeah. See? <laughs> not not quite heard sludge like this before. I mean, I must admit, this is the first time I've heard this band, and I was like pleasantly surprised. It was mm. no idea who they were. I was like, don't know the name, can't get anything out of it. All right, let's give it a listen on fucking SoundCloud. Enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old so, platform. Just in case the, the record label think we're taking shots of them, it's just it's an old platform. Well, it was the, the PR company, not the the label. Right. Yeah. The PR Whichever. company. It's an old platform, right? <laughs> so I'm saying its interface isn't great. No, um, but whatever. Keep sending us stuff. Um, <laughs> keep sending Dave stuff, right? Because I like this. So yeah, I liked it a lot. Like that bass tone had me hooked straight away. Yeah, well, when like, I heard that, I was like, production-wise, Kyle was going to have a field day with this because it's just yeah, like it's, great. it's just on natural. You know, yeah, I mean, it's just, absolutely. It's just oh. as soon as I heard it all kicking, and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, this is how metal should sound." Come on, uh, yeah. I don't even know who did the production, but I mean, they did it perfectly. It's absolutely there's no issues here at all, is there? Mm. It's just that guitar tone is fucking monstrous. Yeah, it's as big as two football fields for our American fans. Big Andy, <laughs> big Andy Nelson. Yeah, Andy, well, there you go. Andy the Phil Nelson. <laughs> I'd like to interview him about this album alone. Because it is just Let's do that. massive. Let's do that. Let's get it, on. It just sounds huge in every way. Mm. Even those bits where they bring it down and they're not doing anything. It's just it's yeah. like brought down in a massive way. And I'm like, yeah. how many guitar tracks do you have? And it's probably two, but it sounds like seven thousand. <laughs> it's massive. <laughs> yeah. when, when, when the guitar tone changes to clean, you get the feeling that it's an elephant's hoof that's slight to the pedal. <laughs> that's how heavy it is. <laughs> It's fucking definitive. No! Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of that has to do with the fact they went analog with their guitar tone recording and stuff. They made a point mm. to mention it that they used guitar pedals and Amazon's yeah. not plugins. I'm like, there is a specific certain type of sound you get with that, and this is it. Mm. It's like, there's all digital, can do everything, and it's wonderful. But I mean, it's too clean sometimes, and it's too. The wrong genre to do it in as well. Right. You can't yeah. do that with sludge. As soon I'm as sure you do it, you just, you just you just remove the soul. <laughs> yeah. you, like you, but you remove the soul in the yeah. music as soon absolutely. as you do that. Yeah. So. Absolutely. It's and I just loved all of the production. I kept listening to just that before I even got into the actual songs. I was like, "This sounds incredible! Mm. Holy crap! Wait, there's some songwriting going on here too, which is incredible! Oh my god!" <laughs> And the tone on that dude, the singer, oh, fuck. Mm. Like, his vocal, his brutal tone is unbelievably ferocious mm. and just harsh and hits you right in the belly. And then he's like, oh, by the way, guys, I can sing too. Like, <laughs> fuck. 
really well. Like he could do in a whole album of just clean singing, and it would still blow me away. Mm. It's, like with a voice like that, I'm surprised he didn't do it more. Now, it's not. He got a bit of the end of track two, "Afraid and Suffering," and then it wasn't until the fifth track I heard more of it. I'm not sure if that's the uh, the guest or not, but I mean, what I really picked up there's more clean singers. Like just do more of that. It's awesome. Not that I'm saying you do too much brutal or anything like that. It's, it's just. It just sounds so good. Mm. Um, I didn't have any issues with the placement of Temple of Wu. The only issue like, I have is it's missing a tang. Yeah, well, I was going <laughs> to say the same thing. I was like, is this going to be a sneaky bit of hip-hop? No. Oh, well. <laughs> but no, the rest of it. And then Howard at the end, come on. We've already we've already stroked that beast, but I mean... Yeah, that was perfect placement. Save the best for last, because that was incredible, that yeah. closer. And it's not like it's a super long track or anything, but oh, you can listen, you, the thing is, it's a seven-track album, which is an EP in track length, but it's an album in actual length. But it's yeah. so easy yeah, to yeah. put on repeat, and it's yeah. so easy to just go over again. And the rewarding thing is you can listen to it over and over again and still pick new things and yeah. have a kind of a different experience every time, because mm-hmm. it's uh, it's just one of those albums. I like how the... Um, the lyrical contact was so emotional and vulnerable. Mm. It was uh, it was nice to hear somebody singing about something real, even though it's a very depressing and horrible subject. It wasn't just like you know, I fucking hate you and all this stuff all the time. So <laughs> even that's quite a valid thing to sing about. Sometimes it's like, all right, we get it. Everybody hates everyone, mm-hmm. but this was like something the dude's actually going through, and yeah. it was like very new metal incredible. right now is lifting its bag up. This yeah. he's going, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love new metal as much as the me. next guy, but sometimes you just want to be like. You're yeah. not my real dad, Kale. You're not my real dad. <laughs> I might be. Your mum was a bit of a hussy back in the day. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was indeed. But unless she found the time machine, that ain't happening. <laughs> well, maybe I did in the future. We'll find out. <laughs> find out. <laughs> hey, you play your cards right? Okay. So that lyrical content. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I totally get what you're saying though, Kyle. Um, I think content like that can also pull a performance out of someone, mm-hmm. you know what Absolutely. I mean? Because it's, he's pulling it from somewhere of quite a, a deep and dark place. I think um, it did. Yeah, it really did. It totally yeah. comes across. Yeah. yeah, definitely. You can feel it. Even if you don't know what's been said, it's like, holy shit, you've got something to say. Yeah. <laughs> it means something to him and we can feel that. So I really, I connected <laughs> with that quite well. Yeah, mm. for sure. Nice one. Uh, so, ratings for this new album from Ether Coven. Um, as I said, yeah, this this is right up my street style-wise. Um, I love the I love the sound. I love the aesthetic. I love the the kind of organic sound and the production, the delivery, and it's got depth to it as well. It's not just an album that's just kind of sitting on the surface. We're like, oh, big riffs and all that. There's a lot going on here, different layers, which I really enjoyed. Um, and the fact that I had Howard Jones doing what he does best on the closing <laughs> track was kind of nice and on the cake, to be honest. Um, I can see myself coming back to this quite a lot. Um, I, I know what Duncan was saying there, it's, it's not necessarily anything that I haven't heard done before, but mm-hmm. um, it's done, it's delivered very powerfully on this album. Um, so I'm going to go quite high on this one, actually, a 4.5 for me on this one. Uh, Duncan, what are you thinking? Marginally below you, I think it's a really compelling listen. I think what they've done is pulled pulled at lots of different strings and managed to bring something in that at no point felt like it was maybe taking one step too far but at the same time never really got like never rested on its laurels got complacent or felt boring it, it, it always had something to keep me yeah. in 
Um, and it's got great additions and guest performances that don't overshadow anything in it. In fact, they sound very much like the tracks were written with those people in mind, which mm. with the amount of names I've got in here is, is not easy to do. Yeah, I think this is one that may come up um, you know, in grades by the end of the year when I come back to it. It's definitely one I'll be listening to as soon as it is mm. out. So yeah, a, a, lo- a lot of interest for this and apparently a healthy back catalogue that I can go away and check out now, which is always yep. good. So what was your score? <laughs> Four. Four. Excellent. Okay. Marginally lower than you did. I wasn't sure how Four. marginal you were going there. <laughs> Four. Excellent. Uh, Kyle. I'm going to join Mr. Duncan on this one. Four Ooh. out of five, definitely. It's uh, my first listen, but very impressed. So I'm going to definitely go back through the back catalogue. Especially if that bass tone's as end as fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the, the, back, the the albums before are probably a bit raw in production. Oh, uh, don't say that to this. him. You'll fucking skeet everywhere, man. Look at him. <laughs> this, this, is, ready. this is raw, but it's, it's got a bit of polish to it, even though it's like it is very, very kind of raw and organic. Um, the other ones were just kind of raw. Um, but yeah, uh, Ether Coven, the relationship between the ham and the nail, out August 5th on Good Fight Music. Links below to the band, their band camp. Check it out, let us know what you think. Comments below. That is the review. Thank you for checking it out, much appreciated. We'll be back with another review very soon, but until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone. <laughs>